Hello, everyone. Welcome to Just Jana, a podcast where each month I'll speak to a variety of industry leaders to bring you education, trends, and relevant topics in franchising. I'm your host, Jana Bailey, CEO of FranNet. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Just Jana. I have the privilege of having Brian Nicewander as my guest today, and I'm so excited for you all to meet him and let him tell you a little bit about what he's involved in at this time. So, Brian, I'm going to ask you to tell the group a little bit about yourself and your background and your current title. Well, let me start, Jana, by saying thank you for the opportunity to be on your podcast. I'm truly honored, and I'm also honored to be a partner with FranNet. So thank you for that opportunity. Thank you. Um, so a little bit about myself. Uh, so uh, Brian Nicewander, I am a veteran, almost 27 years of active duty and reserve time in the United States Air Force. I was an intelligence officer, which means that I took data and information and I put it into context for a decision. It could be a tactical decision. It could be a strategic decision. I spent six years on active duty uh, in the uh, the great state of Alaska, which was oh, just wow. absolutely incredible. Beautiful. Loved it there. Uh, and then my last active duty assignment was uh, in, uh, in Nebraska. It's uh, off at Air Force Base. I left active duty and I went out into corporate America and I learned that corporate America does the same thing. They take data and information and they put it into context for decisions. Uh, I'm in the great city of Cincinnati and my first role was with Procter & Gamble. And so I saw how decisions were made in industry. I saw how decisions were made for national security purposes. And I thought we owe that same approach for service members as they think about their transition back into civilian life. Uh, we owe them the same rigor and data that we use for that decision-making process. Because I learned that every service member asks the same type of question when they think about what follows their service. They ask, what does someone like me with my background, education, skills, experience, what do they do in the civilian world? Do they like it? Are they happy? And what lessons did they learn that I can apply to my experience? So we started collecting data. We started an organization called militarytransition.org. We started collecting data around the transition process, and we make that data customizable to the individual based upon their military branch, their rank, their years of service, their education, and geographic preferences. We also learned that um, there was no single aggregate of resources that were uh, there for them to use around the transition process, both from a role, a, a job, an employment standpoint, educational standpoint, and then also from an entrepreneurial standpoint, there's a tremendous hunger amongst veterans for entrepreneurship. They make fantastic entrepreneurs. Uh, and so we created this aggregate, this library of all these great resources that they can use along with the data uh, that we collect and then share through our platform. So in a nutshell, that's who we are. And again, uh, we are happy to feature FranNet uh, on the veteran entrepreneur part of our website because we think that... Uh, being a franchisee and working with FranNet is a great option for service members and for veterans. Well, Brian, thank you so much. And it, and it 
such a need to take care of our veterans when they are trying to make that transition back into civilian life. I've got it, my oldest son, uh, 10 years in the military, not as long as you, but 10 years. And, you know, that transition time is, is, is very critical to them and trying to help figure out what's next. So I applaud the efforts of your organization, Military Transitions. Thank you. So, and I'm, thank you for your son's service as well. Well, thank you. So you've talked a little bit about FranNet offering some information on your site. Why do you think FranNet is a good partner for military transitions? Well, so I'll, I'll back up the hands of time. It was about three years ago, and I actually it was introduced to FranNet at a, um, a conference, and it was a conference uh, where we intersected faith and entrepreneurship. Um, and uh, I met FranNet. I was impressed, but I went home, and I did my homework, and I realized that uh, FranNet offer some great uh, avenues into entrepreneurship for service members. And so uh, based on that, uh, that's where our partnership actually really came up. One of the things that you really learn when you talk to service members is that um, there are distinct groups that go through the transition process. And the one variable that they talk a lot about is the unknown. It's like transitioning mm -hmm. in the unknown. And service members have fantastic skills but that unknown is a challenge. And so FranNet provides this structure to help them in that transition process. So um, you're in business for yourself, but you're not by yourself. That's the way I describe it. Um, and FranNet gives that structure that veterans can really use. And then once they understand that environment, they really thrive. Well, you're so right. You know, one of the things we've seen through the years and been told by the veterans that we've worked with, they appreciate that process that system that we help them go through as they make this analysis of whether or not franchising is right for them. So as I know from my son, very structured, that was you know, taught to him while in the service. So he likes his processes lined out and then it's much easier and more comfortable for him to make long-term decisions if that process is very clear. Absolutely. So it's kind of funny. We just uh, published a book uh, and Fran that is featured in it, uh, The Truths About the Military Transition. And uh, one of the things that we do talk about is that structure. And when you put on the uniform, uh, it is so regimented. I mean, it's the most regimented environment in the world. And uh, I mean, you, uh, you don't get a vote in anything. Uh, and uh, I mean, there, there's folks around there. There's this built in um, support network with everybody around you. If you ever have a question of what you're supposed to be doing, you just look around and see what everybody else is doing. Uh, and so you go through this, you're indoctrinated into this really mm -hmm. regimented environment. And then when you take the uniform off, it's the exact opposite. And you're so used to that for whether it be 10 years, whether it be 27 years, you know, or five years, however long you wore the uniform, it's the exact opposite. So that structure, the process that, uh, the, uh, the franchisee uh, gets is really, really helpful. And also the data to help them decide where do I really see myself? Where can I apply my skills best? So again, that's why I saw it as a, a fantastic partnership and truly honored to be able to represent uh, FranNet uh, to the, uh, the service members and the, and the veterans that, uh, that we work with. Fantastic. Are there any statistics that you can share with us about the current state of veterans transitioning? Yeah, absolutely, Jana. We, we have gobs of data. Uh, so, and, and, and I will just, uh, I'll cut to the chase on uh, two of the most important metrics that we track on the site. Uh, these are just for all veterans. And again, uh, service members can go to the site and they can get data that fits their unique profile. 
but 48% of service members say that their transition was more difficult than they expected. It is a challenge. It is really difficult. Uh, so that's probably the biggest one that I would share. And then the next is that 76% of their transition was stressful. It is really difficult. And so bringing structure, bringing clarity, bringing understanding, um, minimizing that level of unknown is what we're trying to do uh, in, in our platform uh, through all the information that's available, certainly through FramNet, through, uh, through um, Veteran Entrepreneurship, but really we're trying to help them understand and minimize that level of unknown and confusion. You know, I've always been that person that as long as I know what my options are and I can begin to weigh those options, it's when I don't know which way to turn. So I, I can relate to what the veterans feel. That's when your stress level is the highest is when you feel like you're stuck or you just don't know what your options may be. Absolutely. So what are some key items to know about veterans that are transitioning to civilian life? I know one of the things we've talked about before is the biggest challenges that veterans face when they're transitioning back to civilian life. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So um, uh, a future book that we're going to be publishing, uh, we've got a whole series of books that are coming out. The first, obviously, I mentioned was the truce about the military transition. Uh, down the road, there'll be one about the transition challenges, all these challenges that service members face. We have broken those into four major categories. And then amongst those four categories, each of the categories has three different specific um, challenges. Uh, and so you'll see those very soon. Um, and so, uh, you know, you can break those down into voids that have to be filled, concerns that they have to overcome, barriers that they have to break, and then limitations they also have to address. Uh, and so they're, they're really insightful and it's based upon, you know, two decades worth of working with service members. Um, but when you look at all those 12 unique challenges, it really depends on the individual and uh, what they want in their future. Uh, I would say that um, when you talk about specific challenges, one of the things that we really recommend is the challenge of veterans are very reluctant to ask for help. Uh, and so they need to ask for help early. They need to start trying to understand things. Uh, and they also really need to understand what do they want next. This, um, uh, they, they typically don't do as much self-reflection as they should do. So we advocate that they start as early as possible. In fact, when you survey thousands of veterans, they'll tell you five different themes about the transition process. And one of those is starting early. And a part of that starting early is to really do that self-reflection to find out what makes me tick? What do I want to do next? Uh, and in our current book and in a lot of the other materials that we publish, we have a lot of exercises to help them go through that exploration to understand what is it that I'm looking for? Uh, because up to this point, we talk about this regimented environment. Um, they haven't really had a vote in the matter. This is the right. first time they really get to vote about what do they want to do. And uh, it's difficult sometimes. So they have to start that process as early as possible. So uh, lots of challenges out there. We have summarized that into uh, to 12 and then um, which those rises to the top is really dependent upon the individual. I just highlighted some of the major themes that we've seen. It makes so much sense. You know, that's one of the things we talk to clients about is I often tell people, get your, get your, um, your notebook, you know, your yellow sheets out and start your list. What's important to you? And you may not find all that it's important to know what your must-haves are. And if you don't know what your must-haves are, you really don't know which direction to go. So sounds like you're doing some of that same sort of thing. So, so true. In fact, uh, I did a wealth of, uh, of these exercises myself, and some of them are really, really powerful. 
And, uh, you know, you have to be really candid with yourself too. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and that's the one thing we really emphasize and we encourage them to keep a journal. You know, no one has to see your journal. They're your notes, uh, but be honest with yourself. And, uh, you know, if uh, something doesn't resonate, write it down. If something really resonates and you really connect with it, it makes you feel like uh, valued and important, write that down. And that might be something that, that uh, it's a key insight to help guide your, your transition process. Without a doubt. So if you had to say, what is the most important thing to veterans during their transition process? The most important. The most important. Well, I will tell you, uh, uh, based on the data, I can tell you my story, uh, which I shared a little bit earlier, but uh, I, mm -hmm. I love to share the story of the thousands of veterans that have given us their stories and their data. And so I'll just uh, touch on real quick the, the, the five things, uh, these five overarching uh, recommendations that service members give, I'm sorry, that veterans give to those that are still wearing the uniform. I mentioned the first one, but it's really starting the transition process early. Uh, we recommend that they start two years before they take off the uniform wow. uh, and they really, you know, start, start digging in. Um, and, and the next is to really have a transition plan. Um, and your initial plan just might be a plan to develop a plan, but really start to have that plan. Again, I keep talking about this element of structure. One of the things that being a franchisee really brings uh, to, to the table, uh, but they need to start putting in some structure and a plan that they can then start executing against. Uh, a part of that plan is that they really need to build their network. That's number three. And so they learn from the, the community, both uh, those that have worn the uniform and those that have never worn the uniform and learn mm -hmm. from those insights. In fact, that's probably the, the greatest recommendation, the most recommended element of a successful transition is uh, to network and to build a successful network. After that, then learning how to translate skills, um, that goes into that self-reflection and then looking at all the things that you've done and how those apply in the, in the civilian world, whether that be uh, with a corporation, whether that be as an entrepreneur, or, or that could be just going back to school as well. So how do you translate your skills to be successful? And then finally, being patient. Uh, you didn't become a soldier, sailor, airman, marine, and now a guardian. Uh, you didn't become, uh, you know, you, you didn't, that didn't happen overnight. And so you're not going to transition overnight. Give yourself some time being patient along the way and that, again, speaks to that structure uh, that uh, being a, um, uh, an, an entrepreneur and also a franchisee that really uh, helps them be patients. So they see uh, the milestones along the way. Makes so much sense. And, you know, one of the things I've, I've had long discussions with my son about and he'll say, you know, mom, it's really difficult for these people that transition out and they've been an officer and they, you know, had management responsibilities in sometimes very dangerous situations. And then they get out and they're expected to start at an entry level job that that really feels demeaning to them. So I think that's one of the things in, in my experience, I guess, guesstimation here is that draws people to entrepreneurship because they know that they've acquired the skills to be successful. And it really is beneath them in a lot of times what is being offered to them in the workforce. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, and uh, there, there are some macro learnings after doing this for two decades. And one of those mm -hmm. is that the past doesn't define the future, good or bad. And when you look at that, really that comes down to you shouldn't feel entitled based upon your rank, uh, but you also shouldn't feel constrained. Uh, and so the option of being a, uh, an entrepreneur uh, 
um, or a franchisee allows them to use all these skills they've amassed. And really, honestly, veterans have incredible skills. They're an incredible talent pool. Uh, and this is the perfect pathway to be able to allow them to use all those. Uh, and just as a little tangent, uh, so, you know, you talk about they have hard skills, they have soft skills. One of the things that the military does a great job of teaching us is around the soft skills. And one of the most uh, applicable soft skills to being an entrepreneur, being a, a franchisee is the ability to adapt. Adapting yeah. in the military is paramount. And uh, you have that ability as a franchisee, you're going to adapt. Uh, you're going to wear multiple hats, you know, right. uh, and you're so used to doing that in the military. Whereas, again, my experience was I went out into corporate America and it was great. I love the experience. I learned an immense amount. But I did basically one thing uh, as I started gaining experience and I started moving up in the organization and I had more opportunities to use other skills. Uh, but as a franchisee, as a entrepreneur, boy, you get to be adaptable day one. And so, again, that speaks to the, uh, the benefit of service members, veterans looking at uh, franchisee entrepreneurship, veteran, veteran entrepreneurship. Yes. And of course, the industry overall, the franchise industry has done a study and we have so many successful military transition to veterans in the franchise industry. In fact, it's double what you know the percentage is for veterans in normal jobs in terms of what we see. Um, so I'll ask you those transferable skills. Well, that ability to adapt. What other transferable skills do you think really would go across all different forms of military service that would make people a good franchisee. Absolutely. So uh, dedication, commitment, mm -hmm. um, their ability to focus on the mission. I mean, uh, they're so used to in these austere environments, everything else is going on, but yet they're laser focused on, we're getting the mission done. Uh, and just general loyalty, you know, there's nothing that they can't do. Once they have that target in mind, once they have been given their mission, uh, they will not quit until they reach that mission. And so just laser focused. Uh, and, and again, layer on top of that, the ability to adapt. They also have, you know, uh, really good communication skills. They're so used to um, speaking to people from all walks of life, right? We're in a uniform. You interact with people from all backgrounds, all walks yes. of life. And so you're used to that environment. So there's just a few samplings of the, uh, of the other skills. Again, adaptability mission orientation, commitment, dedication, loyalty, communication skills, all team building skills. Uh, another really important oh, skill yes. that service members have that they are, uh, you know, just, I mean, second nature to them. And so all these things that you need to be a successful uh, franchisee, uh, they come day one with these skills and they've used them for years. All great points. So my franchisor partners that are listening are like, I know, I know, I want more of them. So... Um, what advice do you have for veterans that are exploring career opportunities? And I, I would uh, go back to, I uh, mentioned earlier that uh, that self-reflection, mm. you know, as you, as you start to think about what's next. And, and so I'll make a distinction here between service members and veterans. So service members, those that are still wearing the uniform and they're thinking about what follows their service when they take off the uniform, whether it be after 10 years, whether it be after 20 years, uh, so the sooner they can start thinking about what resonates with me, what really makes me feel fulfilled. Uh, that's one of the big, you know, uh, voids that they have is this loss of meaning and purpose, uh, because that really fills a big void in their lives. This sense of community, 
So uh, the biggest recommendation is to really start that process as early as possible. Those are for folks that are still wearing uniform. Mm -hmm. For veterans uh, that have made the transition, sometimes veterans um, make the transition, they take off uniform and they really didn't do that homework up front. And so now they have gotten out uh, and it's never too late to do that pause and to think about what really do I want to do? I'm in a job that right now is a helping me refine my skills. It's helping me how to, uh, to be a successful civilian. But what is it that really resonates with me? Uh, I want to be my own boss. You know, I want to do certain things. And um, as they do that homework, being a franchisee, being a veteran entrepreneur might be something that really speaks to them. So it's never too late to actually do that homework. I think that's fantastic. I, I absolutely love what you are doing. I think it is so needed. Um, the more we can do to support our veterans and making this transition as easy as possible is important to each and every one of us. Absolutely. Couldn't agree so, more. I can't thank you enough, Brian, for your time today. Um, it's, I can't believe our time has already flown by. It always does when I have an exciting guest and you've got so much going on. So I would encourage any and all of our listeners to go to is it militarytransitions.com. Uh, military-transition.org. Okay, military-transitions.org. So see, it's a good thing I ask. So anyone who hasn't visited that site or you know a veteran or a military person about to transition out, please send them there because Brian has assembled a wealth of information and resources that will help these individuals make this transition as smooth as possible. So, Brian, any closing points from you that you want to be sure and make? Uh, we just want to, again, say thank you for the opportunity to, uh, to partner. Uh, I think that uh, being a, a franchisee is a great option for service members and for veterans. And uh, I want to thank you for your support. And I look forward to continuing our partnership. Thank you. And everyone, thank you for joining us today. And if you have any additional questions on this matter, please feel free to reach out to me and I will connect you directly to Brian or visit his website, military-transitions.org. Thank you all for joining us.